When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey everybody, it's your girl Jessie May. Another Sharp Tongue podcast is in your ear. I'm very excited for this week's episode. I'm excited for every episode because it means it's still going on. Um, speaking of excitement, shout out to Hakuna Supply, my sponsor and co-collaborator with all my dope stash box materials, anything you need for your pot smoking life. We got a stash box with my face on it. We got a stash jar with my face on it. We also have grinders, Happy Weeds Day grinders. We have Blunty May box, like a whole stash box. Basically anything you need to hide whatever you want to hide. I'm not saying it's weed, but it could be weed or it could be, you know, just your valuables. Maybe your favorite dog sweater or a necklace your grandmother gave you or that pearl necklace your ex gave you. before. It's a great company. They're very charitable, which is one of the reasons why I decided to partner up with them. Um, A portion of their revenue from Hakuna Hemp Roast, which is their CBD infused coffee, which I have myself tried and it's delicious. A portion of that benefits homeless veterans in Southern California, as well as a portion of revenue from Humbart's Haze to benefit the World Wildlife Foundation. So they're benefiting homeless people and animals. They need more love. Uh, They have Hakuna Hemp Cafe, which is their coffee, which is so delicious and which is really cool when you order, when you order any sort of merch from us, besides donating to veterans in Southern California and the World Wildlife Foundation, I am also giving a portion of everything that I sell to local Alzheimer's charities. So I'm very excited about that. I should be partnering up with Hilarity for Charity, Seth Rogen's charity this year. It's very, very exciting. And it feels good to give back as dorky as that is. Honestly, it's the most rewarding feeling in the world. 
other than that great poop in the morning, that first one. God, I've succeeded. I didn't need to say that. We don't need poop jokes right out the gate. Uh, one of the cool things when you order from Hakuna Supply is with every stash box, a unique seed paper packet is included. So it's like these sustainable packets that include this biodegradable circle paper loaded with some pine and spruce seeds for you guys to plant and cultivate. Who doesn't want to grow a tree with their kid? So while you're you know, stashing your trees in my box, you can grow a tree with your family. And that's not sexual. Purely, purely just experiential, not sexual. So enjoy that. And uh, hakunasupply.com forward slash Jesse May is where you're going to go to find your stash box, your stash jar, your grinders, your CBD-infused coffee, waking you up and making you feel good. And also use code for 15% off Jesse May CBD at checkout. You can get 15% off your entire order. Isn't that sweet, y'all? Look, we're giving you a little bit of extra. We're giving back. We're keeping you awake. We're keeping you stashed. It doesn't get much better than that. Um, speaking, about, speaking of getting better, this episode is a swap cast from me and one of my new favorite people, Mr. Jamie Kilstein, his fucked up pod I was a guest of a couple weeks ago, and boy, is he fucked up. There's no truer title ever given to a human being. (laughs) I love you, Jamie. We go deep. We go deep. It's basically an advice episode for anybody who's ever been in a relationship or uh, tried to survive being in a relationship with somebody codependent, borderline personality disorder, any sort of unhealthy, needy, dependent relationship this episode can help you sort of navigate the hell out of there. You got to grow up. Break all your bad habits and your bad patterns and become the person you were meant to become. That's, that's what I got to say to you. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, I'm going to be in Rochester, New York. Before we dive into this episode, how could I forget? Come see me live. Comedy on the Carlson, February 7th, 8th, and 9th. That's in Rochester, New York. Come see your girl. One night only, Tampa Improv, Valentine's Day. I will be there with bells on and a lot of red and tears. So come check me out one night only, Tampa Improv on Valentine's Day. I also am going to be in Japan the end of February for another USO tour. I'm very pumped up about. And there's a bunch more dates coming up on my website, jessiemay.com. Check out all those tour dates. I'll be in Minnesota. I'll be in Phoenix. I will be in Edmonton. I'll be in Austin. A bunch of cities. jessiemay.com for all tour dates. Please come check me out. I'm a riot. You'll definitely learn and laugh. That's my goal. I want to make you feel good and I want you to laugh. Uh, This episode is a lot of fun. Very educational. Very emotional. And hopefully... It'll help you evolve. Uh, this is my swap cast on the Fucked Up Pod with Mr. Jamie Kilstein. Sharp Tongue Podcast. Beep, 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 beep. You're listening to the Sharp Tongue Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse May Jessie. Peluso. It's a personal look. Well, it's not really a look because it's a podcast. I'm already fucking this up. This is kind of like a verbal comedy diary. A deep look into the crevices of my mind. It's gonna get dirty. You might cry. You'll probably laugh. Hopefully you'll laugh. The whole point is for you to laugh, but you also might cry. I talk about my family. I talk about farts. farts. I talk about love, loss, 
comedy, how hard it is to make it in this biz. I'm a fucking professional. I talk about my dog sometimes. Each week it's something different. Sometimes I have a guest host. Sometimes it's going to be a movie companion episode. Sometimes I just ramble about the bullshit I dealt with the week before. You never know what you're going to get. It's raw, uncut, and funny. It's me. Okay. Uh, cool. We're doing it. Um, right now, Talib Kitty is... Skid- uh, he's skittish. He likes you, though. He's lick. I thought he was just licking his cat dick. Do cats have dicks? So I literally just tweeted that the other day. <laughs> where I tweeted something so aggressive. Where I was just like, I haven't seen my cat's fucking dick. And it's going to, like, goddamn stay that way. Or, like, something like that. Where my last... I My, my fat cat, New York... <laughs> uh... His little dick would come out every once in a while. What does it look like? Is it, it hooked? It, no, it was like a little pink. What did you think? Because <laughs> <laughs> don't cats get stuck? Um, I don't know. The, well, the the, the well, male he, dick has barbs in it, and when it penetrates yeah. a female, it it locks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what my dick does. But metaphorically, in like a codependent way, it locks right. in. Right. It's yeah, emotional. Yeah, yeah. It's not, an emotional yeah, yeah, locking. Not, it's not physical. I would never want to. <laughs> you anchor your soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second I go, <laughs> uh, dude, I have literally become. I, I snorted actually, into my coffee. I, I may have actually said this to you. Hmm. Um, how I uh, I feel right now, like I have become uh, like a woman from the 1920s, where like I like don't want to <laughs> sleep with anyone until it's going to lead to like yes. marriage and children, yeah. and like I uh, have you just, wanted to count? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I think I'm just tired of like uh, I'm just tired. I'm just fucking yeah, tired. Yeah, well, you know you're. When you get to a certain age, experience level, yeah. you get tired of the bullshit. I get tired and you know of yourself better. Yes. So you start cutting the fat out of your life. So this is the first year I've ever done that. That's ever. great. I How think, old are you? Uh, 36. Me too. That's the perfect time, yeah. dude. It's the perfect time. I feel like I've never said no until this oh, year. no is a great word. Oh, it's the best. I almost well, said no to you just to say it. Just to, yeah, yeah, For this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I like you too much. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I. It's powerful. It really is, mm-hmm. and 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 it, it's funny when I don't, I'm sure you've had this experience when you get to like our age, where you're like, oh, all that cliche advice I've ignored for literally decades is all true. It's all true. Like anytime someone was like, you have to find yourself before you find someone. I'm like, go fuck yourself. You're like, shut up. Uh, How am I gonna? I need someone to help me find somebody. You're a dumb idiot. Yeah. Uh, Who's find, gonna help me find me? Find someone to sit on my metaphorically perped dick um, <laughs> and never leave me. <laughs> But, I mean, dude, the first one night stand I had, I thought I was fucking in love with her. Yeah. Instantly. I wrote her some, like, oh, my God. I wrote her some, like, sappy goodbye letter. Like, By the way, that's, like, 60% of girls. I – everything that uh, – every time I hear people be like, well, this is the problem with women, I'm like, oh, that's – you're, you're describing like, that's me. me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just have a feminine forward personality. I guess. That's, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. You just have to balance it out because, you know, I have – I have a masculine forward personality. Okay. I'm like, Ugh. are you saying that because you literally came to my door, tried to break in, and then started <laughs> pressing a fart button on your book? <laughs> By the way, all true story. Yeah. What no, you just said happened <laughs> five minutes ago. The only thing not manly, like you might as well have just like whipped your dick out and started jerking off. <laughs> like, <laughs> Can I pre- play the fart? I mean, yeah. That's Oh, that's so real. Yeah. And this, this is a good one. So really quick, that's the sound effect on the book, but there's also words in the, like, what are the chapters like? See, it's this great, it's still going. It is still going. And I don't know if it's broken or that. No, that one 
it's called the aftershock. Oh, I bet this person made a billion dollars. Some one of my fans said this to me in the wake of my father passing because farts were always a, a j- ongoing joke between my dad and I. He loved oh, fart that's why? jokes. Yeah. And, and someone sent me this, and they make children's book books like this where each page correlates with a number on the side and it's got this like little you know uh soundboard yeah. and so it's 10 pages 10 fart noises and you just read along and press why the fart not? i just not? thought you would enjoy seeing that i, I absolutely did it's I, fart I, friday I, by I the way expect it. oh that's why happy happy fart friday happy, friday. happy new year <laughs> happy fart friday um but yeah a lot of people get codependent in relationships and it's i think codependency i know there's probably a, a scientific um, psychological explanation, but yeah, in my, my mind, it's like you're codependent outwardly because you haven't figured out how to be dependent that's inwardly. A hundred percent, right? That's what it is. That's the and that's actually a really good way to, to phrase it too. Where because uh, that's what I realized. Where I was codependent uh, in relationships that weren't necessarily. I don't want to say not good relationships because I don't want to sound like an asshole, but like n- not right for me, not right for her, and. I'm like, oh, I was just codependent because I didn't want to be alone. Yeah, that's where, most people. Yeah, where every bad relationship I got into or everyone where I should have seen all of the red flags, mm. I was just fucking so excited to be there. And making excuses. Yeah. How much I, fun are excuses? Oh, they're the best. Oh, they're not an asshole. They didn't get any sleep last night. Yeah. Oh, he didn't mean that. Nope. He He hasn't had anything to eat. Or, you start making excuses. Or with me, it wasn't even excuses. It was either I would uh, – it's either my fault. Yep. Or – I would be like, I'm going to fix it. Yeah. Um, uh, where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be the one. Like, I fucking, I haven't talked about this. Talk uh, about it. Let it out. So I, w- <laughs> I was dating this girl very briefly, like weeks. Um, so less than a month. Maybe a week. And of course I was. <laughs> I like that you said weeks. And it, it went down to six minutes. Like, so fast. <laughs> You're like, I've never met her, but. <laughs> but I feel her. I love her. So much. <laughs> Um, and I knew it was trouble right away, but she was beautiful. She's beautiful. And I still have a little part of me that, um, you know, when a beautiful girl likes me, I think it, uh, I'm like, this, it is, validates this you. is a mistake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm like, Interesting. You, I'm like, you shouldn't be here. And I need to, I need to say yes. What's, what's wrong with me? Yeah. 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 Like I need to say yes because, uh, this is, uh, you have not realized the error of your ways yet. Um, and I'm going to jump on it. Right. And, uh, so, uh, so I find out she was like, uh, she was a cam girl, which again, no judgment. What's just a cam? Is that one of the girls make money showing their bum yeah, holes? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like laying around their bed and they're flashing their cooter. That, yeah, it's her. That's, uh. I need to sign up. Are they hiring? That is, I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I Can I wear they, a mask? I think they make good money. Like a Lucha Libre wrestling mask. No, like a with, Donald uh, Trump mask. Oh. Just like a unicorn. I mean, that's disturbing. <laughs> I mean, that's the most There's upsetting thing I've ever heard. There's is a market. There? Yeah. I mean, there probably is actually. <laughs> On the internet, there probably is. And so... Uh, Snatcho Libre. So she... We went from... Snatcho Libre. Snatcho Libre. Oh that, oh, that can be a wrestling name. Um, <laughs> we went from... Like, we had this, like, really, like, you know, kind of heavy night. And it was great. And then the next day, she wrote me uh, what seemed like a form letter. It, 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 it seemed like a, like, sort of, like, dear sir or madam, where it was just overtaxed. Like, I have thought about it, and I do not want to... Um, date someone who lives uh, far away. Like again, like thank you for your time and consideration. We're going with other options. Like it was just like <laughs> that's ve- really nice. It was like very formal, and I was like, "Do you want to talk on the phone?" And she was like, "No." And I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Well, I really wish you well, and like you're great and you're talented, and I hope this works out for you." And she was like, 
I, I, it was literally like best of luck to you or like yeah. something that sounded like I got like rejected from like a fucking job. <laughs> and so I told my, uh, I told my buddy that, and I also, I don't know her past. Like every once in a while I should say something about her past. And like, I'm not a jealous guy anymore. I used to be when I was like younger, but like every once in a while I should say something that I'm like, Oh, this goes deep. Like, like I, what? you're going to break me. Like, I don't know. In, in the week, in the week span, in first of week, all, how much time, and not like much, my yeah. calendar's chuck full, but how much time do you have to spend with somebody in a week out here in LA? I mean, uh, we're all grinding and, and uh, spending know. at least four of those days in your car well, just going of, to she, and fro. She just has to fucking show her butthole oh, in bed. Yeah. So she has a lot of free time, and then I have free time. Yeah. And so. Uh, you guys got deep? Yeah, we got deep. And my, my friend was like, Are you okay? And I was like, I was like sad just because rejection sucks. But also, I think I knew deep down that I was like, if I stay in this, you're gonna like. Break what would she me. say? She's gonna break me. Like the fact that it was like so short, and she very politely sent me a text. At first, I was like, "That kind of sucks." But also, if it didn't go down this way, and like it was six, like she's the kind of girl who I would have like fallen in love with, and then she secretly becomes an escort, like it was or like, a man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like it was something where if it didn't end this way, it was gonna yeah. end like. Tragic. Yeah, you get like a blooming onion grown out of your bunghole. Dude, yes. From like some horrible venereal there disease. Is, there is absolutely a market for that, by the there- way. Um, <laughs> have you ever had a moment with a guy where like we were listening to we were listening to music? It was really cool. I've been like listening to music with someone in so long. That's great. And we were like playing each other's songs. And I remember I was downloading the song she was playing me. And I just had this moment where I was like. Yeah, this is gonna hurt me later. Like, what song songs, was it? Like, four non blondes. What's uh, going on? No, although I do have a very strong connection to that song. I love that song. Or I'm gonna fuck you like an animal. Oh, there. Have you ever seen uh, Sense Eight on Netflix? No. There was a montage to um, the four non blonde song. Wow. It's a sci-fi show. Taking completely out of context, the montage means nothing. But if you're in the show, it's like very like sweet and romantic and whatever. Is it I, a good show? Because I've seen the... The first season was. Um, and then, then I, I always mm, fall off. Yeah, man. I know. They very rarely black mirror that. So wait, I didn't want to talk to you about relationships because we when I did your podcast, we talked we so much about We can talk about, about whatever the F you want, Kilstein. Okay, so this I, is your pod. Okay, so you have to give me advice. So I met a girl that I actually like. Oh, son of a bitch. This is already going to end treacherously. Go ahead. But she's... She's different. She's different. I mean, they're all different. No, but this one, I was like, is she different? Because okay, go. I need so, more details. Okay, so the where'd o- you meet? So the other ones, I was like, the other ones, I was like, this is cool. I but, like them. Not gonna work. Right. Like there's always uh, a but. Yeah, and 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 I've also been like, even girls I've hooked up with, like I've said no to. I've said no to like a bunch of sex like recently because I'm like humble I, brag. I, yeah, right. But I'm like, <laughs> but more just because I'm like, I, well, where but, you're at, you're not looking to just smash and dash. And I also like, I've, I have done that. Right. Like, I have done that. And you know road. where, what that is, you know no, what that entails. It and it's, for and them. it's sugar it for your soul. For it's sugar for your soul. Yes. It's a quick fix. And, uh, but, but the, 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 the few that something's happened, I, I, I haven't, I, I've known, I'm like, this isn't going to go anywhere. right. Like this is, this is temporary, but it's making both of us feel good. So whatever. Let's just go with it. So what's different yeah. with this chick? Well, so like. She speaks Spanish or something? That's all I've ever been looking for. <laughs> I just keep walking up Does to people going, me amo Jamie. And then no one understands me. And this, me encanta. And, yeah. And this girl showed me where the biblioteca was. <laughs> and I was like, marry me. I love you. Um, no, we, uh, it was a fucking app. And I was going to delete my fucking apps. They um, work for people. 
Yeah, and I and I, I use them for free dinners. I yeah, that's and the, lunches. That's the move. And breakfast. That's the move. Uh, yeah, that is the move. I have been. I've just been like verbally trashing these apps for like a very, especially recently, and I just met this girl. Like I just like um. It was on Hinge, which is like classier Tinder. Yes, it is classier and Tinder. I did get rid of Raya. Have you been on Raya? Raya? Is it the, the celebrity like the, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get accepted. I was on a wait list for a very long oh, time. And God. then I had someone wildly famous recommend me. And then I think they realized I wasn't Rude. Famous. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. hit up Carrot Top and be like, yo. Do no, it. I have a man now, Hook so. It up. Do you? Yeah. Since we met? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But, well, not since we met. I've been with him for, let's see. I can't do time well. We've that's been together right. for a hot minute. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Amazing. Cool. Comment. Healthy. Hell no. Yeah. The second, Hell the second no. you said healthy, I was trying to retract the gross. question. Gross. Yeah. Ugh, ugh. I mean, not gross. I love comedians, but, but gross. we don't mix. We're broken. Yes. We're so broken. I only did it a comic once and I was like, because I just had this romantic image of us like in the morning waking up. Just and, like, working on your bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, laughing and, 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 and supporting each other. No, ew, gross. <laughs> it's not that Yeah, you're all. like, you got that gig? Yeah. Who, who booked you? Who, can I? <laughs> can I get an email? What, why do you hate me? Um, <laughs> yeah, so bad. But uh, so. How long ago did you meet this chick? Last night. <laughs> Jesus, son of a bitch. Okay. Your reactions are I want so you. Genuine. Your reactions are like <laughs> my family. Like they're like my family. What? Well, who? I, my family. I'm not telling about this girl because I. This is a podcast that will be broadcast. Yeah, they don't, Do you know how they this don't works? Me. They don't. <laughs> no, of course. Okay. They don't. Well, they there's don't. They, ground zero. But they certainly don't listen. Um, they should. I know. Um, you should send this to them. Just. <laughs> I'm telling you to send this. You shouldn't even post it. You should just send it to your family members <laughs> and tell them how unsupportive they are. Rude. Rude. <laughs> your, oh. your mom and dad? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, uh, no, my dad has listened. My dad's actually listened a bunch. That's good. Yeah, yeah, what about dad. your mom? Was she busy making coffee uh, and, and croissants? What's she doing? I mean, if by coffee and croissants, you mean like alcohol and sad phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> She's better now. She's fine. We're in a good spell. We're good. <laughs> Oh my god! So, uh, so yeah. So we met. We met last night. We met last night. I, I literally, uh, I told my friend Thomas, who you just met. I told him, uh, I go, no more dating for me. And we last night we're gonna just. Uh, I don't smoke. I don't smoke weed that much. Uh, but I was like. I got these little weed things I like. What weed things? You say things like a pen or like a no, edible? like a little pill thing. But it, it's weird. It, it, it. Like I originally got it for CBD, which I know is way. Like not as strong, but these affect me like an edible. Like if I have one of these like little pill things, I'll show you afterwards. Well, yeah. Anytime you ingest it, you're definitely gonna have an edible. That's basically an edible. You're right. eating it. That's what it feels. Is like. there is there CBD? There's CBD in it, but it, okay. I, I think there's a high level of T. I'm gonna show so you. It's, just so it's marijuana based. It's, it's cannabis, yeah. not not. So we were gonna do that and like watch uh like the the, the new Bill Hicks special. Oh. Yeah, set the sensei <laughs> montage and um. And then I, I just got home and he just like got it. I just had this crazy look in my eye. I'm like, there's a girl and I can't explain it and I'm going to go. And he was like, yep. Um, where we just talked really like. Easy convo. Super easy. And also I was like, hey, like I don't want to be too bold, but like. Do you want to get married? Te- marry me. Don't ever leave. <laughs> um, I was like. Let's Great just- book title. Yeah. Don't ever leave. Marry me. Don't, marry ever, me, leave. don't ever leave. That's so funny. Um, Seriously, you should write your experiences. That's funny, Kilstein. There was this ongoing joke in a. My brother got married and we all went to Italy and my mom and my brother kept making fun of me because every girl I saw, I was just like, oh, my heart. And they, 
They just <laughs> were you genuinely saying that or yeah, joking? No, I was very, <laughs> very earnestly. The and Italian women are beautiful. Yeah, and we just had this. Um, they smell like sauce. I really like um, the fashion in the UK and oh, Europe. Oh, it's so cool. It's, it's just ca- it's, it's like casually, casual. Yes, it's casually stylistic. Yes, yes. Like they threw it on, but they look like they walked. Off of a, a a magazine shoot. Yeah, that's how the girl from last night dressed too. Oh, oh damn it! Is um, she American? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's actually from like ten minutes from where I grew up. That's random. And we didn't know that uh, until we started talking. And then I'm your cat's re- eating a rug. He's going crazy. He's trying to like get <laughs> your himself cat under is, like, the literally rug. Shocking himself with his own paw. This is why you can't trust cats. I know. They're like, look, I, I'm so dumb, and then they suck your soul out at night. Sweet, sweet to live. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I still have to tell you the Talib story. Um, but, you do, but fucking uh, um, easy, sh- easy conversation. Yeah, you guys and, live and near I, the same I place. I really like. I had this like inclination where I really wanted to be like, "Do you want to go like walk on the beach?" But that sounds so cliche. So I was like, "Hey, let's just hang out tonight instead of like and get the fuck off a dating app." And uh, she was like, "I really want to go like walk on the beach." And I was like, "God damn, it. God damn it!" Uh, and so I was like, "I literally was going to ask you that, but I didn't want to seem like a fucking cliche." And we like pull up in Venice at the same time, like across the street from each other. I like that you um, guys came separate. That's yep, very 2019 uh, of her. Immediately, like know it's each other. And dude, I have never felt more comfortable in my life right away. And we just kind of walk like not arm in arm, but like shoulder touchy, uh, like onto the beach as the sun is like set, like the most beautiful fucking sunset. We sit on like this, uh, this like huge hill of sand on Venice and we just start talking and stuff. And there's part of me that I'm like, yeah, I know. You mean Uh, a sand dune? The sand dune. Sure. Uh, it was, (laughs) I'm trying to make everything sound much more majestic. Okay, anchor man. made of sand. Um, (laughs) Like I constructed it for her. And so, uh, and then we just, like we got dinner. She's really funny. We went to, uh, we have fish tacos. Good cuisine. And uh, and we sat there for like two hours. She doesn't drink much. So like, like I had a beer. She had like one glass of wine. Such a bonus. You don't want to rip shit. Hot mess. I've been dealing with that. Uh, Such a fucking bonus. And because I also want to drink less, but I have, don't have the will. Like if I'm with a girl. Yeah. It's just when in Rome. Yep. Yep. yep, Suck them down. And, uh, and so then afterwards we just. Like we walked the entire beach and it was empty. We were oh, just in peaceful. these like backyards of mansions that were sand. And, so like, you were we did the, breaking and entering. We were breaking and entering. <laughs> um, we're on the run. She's coming out. She's getting a new passport today. And a disguise. It's healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're married. So we're married and now. I'm just figuring uh, out what the future holds. She, if uh, you hear a knock on the door, we have to go out the window. Um, <laughs> Bonnie and Clyde, bye. 2019. Oh, God, that's actually my dream. Uh, well, we talked about, did you ever see True Romance? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about like that. I mean, I know. Romanticizing criminalism. It's my heart. It's hot. It's my heart. Yeah. We <laughs> talked about that at dinner because, of course, we did. And we have everything in common. Like, of course you do. But, like, also, like, where we are in our lives are, like, they mimic each other. Just in, like, it's so. What does she do? To the uh she does, like. If you tell me she's, like, a painter, I'm going to walk into traffic. I mean, kind of. <laughs> oh, God. No, she does. Does she make dream catchers that girls put above their beds? I mean, she paints them. <laughs> she paints dream catchers. I'm... Are you kidding? Yes, I'm Oh, God, kidding. I'm going to walk no, off of your like balcony. Cl- that was, like, a clever callback. <laughs> so, uh, here, here's my favorite part, is all we did was, like, like I just like we just like started like holding hands before we even kissed because it just felt so That's right. So cute. But you could also tell like both of us like 
desperately are trying to like take it slowly. Yeah. I shouldn't be talking about this, but like. Why not? It's a life. I know. You think it's going to scare her away? You think she supports you? Yeah. (laughs) So like, uh, as uh, as a wife would. Um, As your new murder wife. I know. So then we were like, we were on the water and I was like, this is where I should kiss her. But I'm also like, we just met. And, uh. And it was, dude, it was so, here's what it felt like. Do you remember when you were, uh, when I was a kid and I was super unpopular in high school and my life sucked and then I went on vacation and suddenly I'm in this like new place that seems like it's like filled with possibilities because it did right. not seem like we were in LA. It certainly didn't seem we met on You were in Venice. App. Yeah, but yeah. like all the way at the end. Again, yeah. Like, Totally and when empty. it's empty, you do feel like you're like in some sort of movie. Yeah, it's that's beautiful. what it felt like. And, and foggy, yeah. And like we walked out like onto the water. There's like this pure thing, and uh, but I was like, don't, don't kiss her. But also, I was like, this is perfect. And so I, she made me feel like, like when I would meet a girl, like when I was 16 on vacation, where I'm like, suddenly I can be like, I'm like, I can be like cool or i can be i don't know it yeah just, it just all seemed very like yeah like, a like movie. new yeah and so uh so we're holding hands and i was like i should kiss her because we're walking off the pier and i'm like i kind of want to kiss her by the water but i was like <laughs> i was like i can't i can't and then i saw her do like the kind of smile and look away and like i did the smile and look away oh and then so cute she stopped, and then literally here's the romantic line i said before i kissed her i just went god damn it and then uh and then we, we did and it was fucking perfect Aww. and then right away like right after we did that, she like kind of like put my arms around her and we just like walked back that whole way and like occasionally stopped. And then we ended up like back on the same like hill made of sand. Like we didn't even notice that we walked there. <laughs> we just ended up in the sand and she's like, this is where it started. And I was like, fuck. And then like all these like little ridiculous things happened. Like when we were first there, there was like. This is where what started? The walk? Yeah, like our date originally, it's like midnight now, but it started at like five. We okay, I was like, like Jesus, five. something else happened? Yeah. Did you guys really like get into some breaking and entering? This no. is where we started. I know. Yeah, right yeah, here, yeah. we started breaking into the backyard. There's the first glass we broke. <laughs> there's, uh, this is where the criminal activity the, began. The crying old lady, we stole her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was just like so wonderful. So anyway, so now... Um, so now this is one where I'm like, I don't want to fuck this up. Well, you and gotta I, go slow. How do you? That's that. So that was my. You question. stay busy. How? Uh, how? But you stay busy while telling her I love her. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Because when we first, before we knew anything was gonna happen, we both talked about how we want something slow. Yeah. And that's uh, what two people who are gonna who are about to take it fast say. <laughs> <laughs> That's what two oh. people who are on a straight track to divorce divorce lawyers yeah. say. But like, if you want to do it, you don't say it. But right, it's oh, new. Right, right, right. right. Okay, so uh, I, so I go to Toronto. Uh, I'm doing like the speaking thing. So I go to Toronto tomorrow. Good. We might see each other tonight, but uh, she also like she. Um, like she works all day and she may be like beat. And of course, I'm just like, I can bring you food if you want. And like, just wait, out. but what does she do? We never solve that. It's fine. Okay, you don't want <laughs> to tell me. Make fun of it. Okay, I won't. What if I say this is one thing I won't make fun of? I think it's cool. Okay, I won't make fun of You're it. You're going to make fun of it. I'll, I'll pinky you, swear. I'll tell you after, but I'll still. Okay, I'll, you don't want to tell me online. Okay. okay. I'll tell you after. Um, and uh, she's a camp girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I swear to God. She, uh, no, no. It's the opposite. I will throw Talib Quetty Kitty off of your pocket. I will literally murder you. I'll murder your pussy. Here's what uh here's what I I actually really love this about her where she she does have like um the West Coast very like 
hippie energy, positive vibe thing, but she's fucking East Coast. Mm. So she's still just like fucking real, gritty and down to earth, tough. Yes, totally. Yeah. I think that's. That's that, cool. That's what I've been looking for. Yeah. Uh, independent. I, yes, so independent. And that's what she uh, – she's like literally what I've been describing to my friends. That I'm like, mm, she doesn't exist, but like this is what I want. <laughs> so, of course, we already texted this morning and uh, she – we were thinking about each other. Super cool. But <laughs> so if we don't hang out tonight, so what is playing it slow? Because I don't want to fuck this up. Playing it slow is recognizing your past pattern – of going way too fast yeah, yeah, yeah. and doing a quarter of that. All right. Because can you be? I I literally need so, specifics. Wait, like you need to be like, here's how I'm much. Allergic to codependency. Hold uh, on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We've all been there. That's right. I ran away. I was just like, let me help you. I'll get you tissues and I'll take care of you. <laughs> uh, There's a fine balance to be had because in one breath you just kind of want to let go, reckless abandon, and just give in to your urges and your desires. And by the way. Half of that is romantic. This is if I'm half being honest. Half of that honest, is romantic. But the other half is, is like is unhealthy. I, I want. I don't want you to leave. What right. if there's another guy? What right. if there's and I'm like I don't want this thing to go away. And actually, what I told, what I told my friend this morning was, and this is true. Last night was honestly like so ridiculously magical and awesome. Even if I don't see this girl again, I would be like obviously super sad, but I'm like, that was just a night to remind me that I'm like, I still love Los Angeles. I still have uh, the potential to like meet someone really cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? The apps aren't trash. It's your, your perspective yeah. that becomes and, trash. And so I'm trying to like, um, settle. Okay. So, uh, go I, out a fourth of that. I think, you know, like map out a timeline for me. So I know. Like, so a timeline is don't text this like before you wake up. Like, right. meaning right when you wake up, your fingers are on the phone. So Take I, a minute for yourself. I did that. Uh, you need to before... This is my advice for releasing the codependent history. Yeah. Because I've been there. Yeah. Before you do something for her, i.e. text, call, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Make a plan in your mind. Propose. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> you need to do something for you that you like. I like you need that, to fulfill I like that you. so much. That's such good advice. I've and, never heard that. That's well, such good advice. Because I think the problem with recognizing codependency is your intention. Right. So obviously oh, when you're codependent, your, in, your intention is to get love. Yeah. And you're getting love externally. Yeah. You, sh- you need to reprogram your brain to get it internally from yourself. So if you do something that you love, you're going to feel great, whether it's reading, whether it's, I don't know, doing 50 push-ups because you're mad yoked right now. Yo, I can't believe you said that. That made me so happy. Yeah. That you looks- look like you're leading chest forward. Like you have good posture this right now. very new I'm very proud of this you. This is very new And that's something, that's an example of releasing that codependent yeah. history. Well, and, uh, and I got to say, like... That is what I did. Like, I mean, that advice is so good. Uh, but I really think with, and I did that this morning. Like, I still texted her first because I knew I was going to. But, like, I waited till noon. I <laughs> that's okay because it's the first date. Yeah. That's and I, fine. And that's, I, that's unique. That's and also, she thing. kind of brought up that, like, we might hang out today. So I just wanted to be like, hey, like, low key, no pressure. But, right. uh, like, if we do, like, I found her, like, She's like gluten free and shit. So like I found like a restaurant that like caters to that. Like that's near nice. Her. That's thoughtful. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and she was really cute. You're just gonna about- serve her biscuits. You yeah. just show up and you're feeding her through her mail slot. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. if she has a mail slot, but just imagine your fingers does. going right through the little gluten free triscuit. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, so I have been doing that. I think with this one, uh, I think with her, it's really not a codependency thing. It is a legitimate excitement thing, but. 
because that the things you can do, um, those can mirror each other yeah. that I'm trying to just be like super cautious. Well, everybody does that though in all relationships. So. When you meet somebody, one of my friends, a really funny comedian from East Coast, Marty Caproni, he's got this joke about when you first get together, you're like, do you love pizza? I love pizza. Do you love music? I love music. Like we all do yeah, that. Yeah, of course. So there's nothing, don't overthink that. I think it just, it comes into a dangerous territory when you start using it to soothe yourself. Right. You have to learn how to self, self-soothe. Yeah, being like, this will fix everything. Right, and if you're, you know, like you're going to someone else to fulfill what you need internally. That's the main thing. Yeah. And just doing what you need to get your mind right. Yeah. Well, this is the, this is why like, I've while been saying, getting to know her. Yeah. And this is why I've been saying like, no, a lot yep. to people. Cause I'm like, Oh, I actually am happy. Now. Yeah. I would rather like be with Talib or read or, uh, uh, be at the gym or wrestle or whatever. Right. And that's a step in the right direction. You saying no, because what you're doing is you're like, nah, I don't want, any of this negativity yeah, yeah, yeah. cuz i know what it does and to also, me and also like i like i have like uh like standards and kind of non-negotiables now which i've never Good. had that's great but I, but the problem is she's she's all she's everything that's not a problem well, you just no, also have but, to keep your eyes open right you have to keep your eyes open you have to keep that third eye open on the situation and that's not to like interrogate her like ncis yeah, 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 and yeah. put a light on her face and be like have you ever murdered anybody she's like this is my second second date <laughs> um, i think there's a safe balance between getting to know somebody and also um, providing yourself some time to take care of what you need to take care of. Yeah. So again, this is such <laughs> you need good a advice. Timeline. I need a fucking <laughs> okay. So there is no timeline. So let's say we don't hang out tonight. You're setting yourself up for for failure. Thank God I'm in Toronto this weekend <laughs> because I can actually Thank play. God, because I can play it cool. Yes, because I'm forced to. Yes. And you have to find ways to do that. Buy her exactly. a ticket. Probably no. frequent flyer miles. No. That's one no. way. No. Uh, no. Just, just my savings. No. Uh, all right. Fine. Um, you know, when you go to reach out, when you, in your, not even t- reaching out to her, when you're thinking about her, yeah. in your mind, you should be asking yourself, you know, when you think about her and, and feel a certain way, why am I feeling this way? Is yeah. it because I'm lonely right now? Is it no. because I'm feeling shit about myself? Is no. it because ba 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 ba? It was like a legit connection at the right time, and I, that's I, good and beautiful, I, I and you deserve yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 you just yeah. also need to like honor yourself first because yeah. you're going to be useless to anybody else. Right, 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 right. You know, I like that so much. Okay, let's talk about comedy. <laughs> I like that so much. Do you still need a timeline? Yeah. So like, I, how about like? So let's say we don't hang out tonight. Yeah. Number one, don't be super sad. Don't be super sad. She texted me and said she was thinking about me. That's, That's great. So we're in a good place, right? And you don't always have to say, oh, me too. You don't always have to reciprocate. Oh, no, I said it first. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's be very clear about that. Uh, but right what away. I'm saying is like, you shouldn't be doing and saying things with expectations. You should be doing right. and saying yeah, them yeah, yeah. because you feel it. I got to say, everything, and this actually makes me feel really good, even though I'm like, being hard on myself everything you've said like advice wise and stuff is what is happening right now yeah that's great i just like again i'm trying to like temper back that excitement because i don't want that excitement to read as moving too fast i, I don't, don't think wanna. you should te- it's not the excitement that's the problem that's the problem it's the intention your excitement is totally fine yeah but where is it coming from that's what you have to ask yourself and i'm not having you answer it right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm just saying excitement is totally normal and healthy and great you're releasing endorphins you're feeling good about yourself sure you're gonna have pep in your step you're not gonna murder motherfuckers out in these streets no 
you just have to ask yourself what the intention to that excitement is. Yeah. Is it I'm excited because now I'm not alone? Or is it I'm excited because this person's really cool and they make me feel good? Yeah, that's what it is. And that's I want good. I want to like learn more about her and I want to spend more time. And, and pick like, out a ring in Toronto. Like, yeah, 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 of course. Oh, yeah, we probably could get married That's her ring size. Uh, if Ni- we get married we're in Ni- Canada. We're by Niagara Falls. I'm not codependent in Canada. Yeah, I right. mean, I'll just be codependent in Canada. That's where you stay codependent. Oh, that'd be great. And you stay chill in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll never come back here because... That's fine. That's your second memoir book. You're oh, going to be successful. I love it. Codependent in Canada. Um, oh. The follow-up to I Love You, Marry Me. I Love You, Marry Me. <laughs> I'm telling nice you. Nice to meet you, Marry Me. <laughs> Um, oh, so, so that's what my brothers kept saying. <laughs> that's so good. Nice that's to what, meet you, marry me. Nice that's to meet so you, good. marry me. That's what my brother that's and mom, when we were in Italy, kept saying. Anytime they'd see me look at a girl, they would just go, marry me, <laughs> like that's in this so dumb funny. Italian accent. That's great. Um, I love that they support your codependent issues, but not your fucking podcast. No, I want to go to their house and have a conversation. They're deeper. Uh, I, um, <laughs> okay, so I'm so curious I'm so curious when we were on your podcast and I was on your podcast, um, we started to talk about like industry bullshit and we were like, we're going to talk about that next time. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like I like being, you became friends where I'm like, I wasn't really familiar with your standup. I knew you as like an online person. Yep. Um, and so like digging in has been like really cool. Um, but uh, so I mean, I guess for people who don't, I'm like trying not to ask cliche comedy questions, but all I, want, all I want to do is like talk about comedy. Um, you can ask me anything. Well, how about this? Uh, instead of the like, where did you start? When did you? How are you feeling right now? Like with your comedy, with where you're at, either artistically, either like career wise. Um, I'm feeling settled and I'm feeling centered and calm. I've never felt that way performing ever. That's huge. How long have you been headlining? Um, what year is this? 2019? Yeah. Seven years? Okay. About six, Interesting. Seven? So seven years into headlining, you're starting to feel calm. Yeah. Interesting. And it's not that I don't have that excitement in, you know, pre-stage anxieties. I still have those, but they're harnessed a little bit more. I think I've just been humbled the fuck by life. Yeah. After losing my dad and going through that year. And, yeah. And, you know, we talked about my previous relationship, which ended in a in a restraining order on Valentine's Day yeah, yeah, three yeah. years ago. Almost this, this, I have to get a re-up. Shit, yeah. I got to get a re-up. I bet you could figure out a way to see him if you really <laughs> Oh, you got the restraining I got order. it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I was like, we can work that out. <laughs> Me and my wife can help you break in. Yeah, we you now, and your we're, we're can now- <laughs> and wife will teach me the art. <laughs> we know how to break into rich people's houses. Yeah. Me and my oh, Canadian wife. Amazing. Oh, so funny. Yeah, uh, I just yeah. had a co- bunch of consecutive years of being humbled by life experiences, and I now, after losing my past codependent life yeah. and l- releasing that, and l- losing my father, and you know, uh, just a couple other personal things that happen, you sort of find this inner calm. Well, to give you credit. Because I was actually talking, or about, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why I was going to give. That's why I was going to give you credit. Where when I was talking to her last night, I was not using her name just because I feel like I, I, I don't want unless <laughs> I tell her. Um, but like when I was talking to her last night, I said something. I said something like, "Have you ever been on a date and you say something like so incredible that you're like, who the fuck said that?" Like where I was like, "What's yeah. happening?" I'm the I've been like becoming the man I've always wanted, and <laughs> and it like hit her really hard. Like it was about her, like what she's going through, and it hit her like pretty hard. And she complimented it, 
Um, that's nice. It was great. I mean, somebody we who compliments really, somebody. That's rare. We got so deep so fast, and it was like we were, it, again. It was this like comfortability, um, and I think familiarity that yeah. I still can't pin. Um, that's that's you know sometimes you meet people and you know we're essentially outside of this physical body we're energy. Yeah. And you know when you walk into a room you can kind of feel I'm sure you're, like when you've yeah. performed or in right. in, a, in an apartment you feel the energy. Yeah. And it, yeah, yeah. there's an exchange that happens well, when you meet somebody like when that. Me and you became friends. Yeah, we're my, like best yeah, friends. Yeah. Um, well, like, well, seriously when we met we're just like boop. Zoop. Just kind of like nah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um and so it was that and I remember when she complimented like not to deflect the compliment which which I do do but I was like Look, this isn't because... You just said do-do. I know. I'll do it. Yes. I just had to do it. Oh, that's a long one. You okay. the long one? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we have to wait. Um, <laughs> we got to wait for the fart to pass. Sorry, guys. But, like, I was... I said the same thing you did. I was like, it's not because I'm, like, fucking... Like, I just read a bunch of books or I was, like, educated on, like, you know, cycle and that, whatever. It's literally same thing. Yeah. I went through so much shit. And you that, have to. Yeah, but you have that, and it's so humbling where you have this moment. You do have this moment, though, where, I mean, mine was literally like, I'm going to kill myself, like, Googling how to do it, or um, I'm going to try to become, like, the best man I've ever been. Or, yeah, or the best those person. are the options in life. And that's it. For a lot of people. Yeah, but, like, dude, I don't know. Like, again, give yourself credit, because I'm learning to give myself credit, where it's the 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 path you went on it it's it's still not an easy one like, it's right and i i try still, to tell myself you that you get I'm still in you it you get validation from depression you get all of this um i mean that was my old life is all of my validation came from me just like bitching yeah and just being like a sad sack yeah. and just being like nothing ever nothing good ever happens and so to like take ownership and be like hey i'm gonna use all of that really tragic shit to make me better and to make me stronger and to like even work harder. Like, Ooh, like that's it's big, scary. It's so scary, but it's a big deal. But also you feel invincible. You do. Cause you're you like, really if do. I went through that shit, like, you, and look, I'm not broken and nope. in the street, and, you know, and also, you're going to have moments and I have moments, Yes, but you're going to know you can get out of them. You're going to you know before. there's a light at the end of that dark tunnel. And, and you see these people in the streets, just turning the corner right down here in Wilshire, somebody out in the street with no pants screaming out into the ether and you get it. Yeah. You're you're like, I was a we're all steps a, away from that. We're all a moment away from losing our shit. Yeah. And breaking through to that other side. Yep. But you can break through and come back. And it's like some of the greatest advice I've gotten from people going through this experience, you know, and, and from like really great people. Like Whitney reached out to me. Yeah. Rogan, you know, just a couple like these Dude, people Joe, who are so busy have they don't even need to show me any uh, moment. Joe, when my life erupted, was one of the only people who reached out to me, and none of my like progressive friend circle did, and like Joe did like right away. And I think they because they got to where they are not by not going through some shit. Yeah. The the greatest advice I've gotten from all my friends is to be gentle with yourself. Yeah. And to give yourself credit. Yeah. Because we're so hard. Yeah. We're so hard on ourselves. Yeah. It's never going to get better. I'm shit. I deserve this. And why did I make this happen? Yep. It's okay to take a moment and just be like, all right, the shit has hit the fan. I don't have any cleaning supplies right now. I'm just going to sit in this shit and breathe for a minute. Yeah. I like, I think that that's And then the... call my cleaning lady because I'm not cleaning this up. Because someone shit all over my apartment. <laughs> I think it was the pantsless guy from Wilshire, but I felt bad for him and I'm codependent, so I brought him back to my Wilshire. place. Of course he was going to shit all over my apartment. I should have seen that coming. I didn't. I yeah. <laughs> I'm a piece of garbage. <laughs> um, but like, I, 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 I think that's the... Something else I've changed is that's the – to me, that's the key to, like, 
solving depression almost like within yourself, right? Yes. Where if you're introspective and like when depression hits, not when things are hard, things are always hard. Right. Things are always sad. Yep. But when depression hits is when you're suddenly depressed about the depression, right? It's yeah. when it's You can't not, get out of it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, this girl sent me a fucking text, uh, like a weird, in, like formal text uh, saying she doesn't want to see me anymore. If I'm like, that's a sucky thing, but I'm going to recognize that sucky thing. I'm going to go, you know what? She's not really what I wanted anyway. Let's figure out what I could have done better. Let's figure out what I actually want. Let's do some stuff to like make myself happy. Sit in the sadness. Like it's not fun. Yeah. Um, Rejection hurts on all ends. Yeah. But, but where the depression would hit is if, you know, this little fling thing, suddenly you go, uh, you know, of course you dumped me because like, I'm never going to find a girl because I'm a piece yes. of shit. And like, maybe if I had a better job mm-hmm. and then suddenly you find yourself, you know, you realize you have to go. I mean, I've done this where suddenly you go and like, you realize you need to go get gas. You're like, fucking, of course I have to go get gas. It's like, yes. that's not a big deal. <laughs> but now you're just depressed because you're living Everything. in this story of my life sucks, my life sucks, my life sucks. As opposed to, uh, we were talking about this last night where I was like, if, if the goal is always to get better, if, if, if it's always, how can this make me better? Yeah. What can I learn from this? Yeah. It's, it's, it's about learning what the universe is serving you. Cause you're going to get served shitty meals your whole life. Yeah. And, you know, it's about being able to sit down and be like, okay, I feel fortunate that I am allowed the luxury of affording a meal. And I don't mean by buying a meal. I mean by being alive. Oh, a I meal mean, of existence. Yeah. I mean, or even like a meal meal. Like yeah. I, when I went from like rich to very poor. Um, God, your perspective on being able to eat out when someone changes was, tenfold. When I used to be the guy who bought everyone's meal. Yeah. And then suddenly someone bought me – like my manager bought me a slice of pizza and I was, was like – Was it so delicious? And I was like, am I going to cry? Yeah. <laughs> it was so – and he is – Am I going to cry into this pie? He is so rich. Third book title yeah, great, 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 about great, great. gratitude. I hope everybody's writing this down. Uh, he's so rich. <laughs> am I going to cry into this pie? Yeah. And it just – it meant so much to me. Yeah. And the and perspective it, only happens on the other side of tragedy. Yes. And what you're talking about is being in that depressive moment and, and changing your narrative. And I think that's the hardest thing for people to change that narrative that takes over the God mic in your mind it's where so you're like, hard, you're yeah. shit. Yeah. You deserve this. You're never going to get out of this. You ha- there, there's ways to just turn the dial. Yeah. Have I asked you – did I ask you this on your show? Uh, how I will not you... marry you. <coughs> oh, God. Uh, this sorry. is so awkward. Uh, Should I leave? I'm going to leave. Uh, <laughs> no, stay forever. Uh, <laughs> Very proud of that. Um, the how do you? I feel like I wanted to ask you this before the yeah. podcast ended, but we ran out of time. How do you balance that with like comedy? Because when I first got, so I did Rogan's a year ago mm-hmm. um, when I started doing stand up. But we were talking before the show about how I've like done it and been happy, and then like gone away because I'm scared and like I have a lot of baggage and stuff like that. And and I really want to. Get back into it. I'm going to record this album and, you know, go on Joe's like later on in the the spring. And I was like, I'm trying to figure out how, because when I first got back to comedy and LA is better than New York with this for sure. But immediately I was like, well, I guess I got to go back to being depressed and being negative to find and, me. and drinking more. Right. And like, I did like fucking like hard drugs for the first time. You mean and, to like get the fodder like yeah, to, to and, be funny? And then I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I started going back to jujitsu and training. But then once I did that, I was like, maybe I should just stay. And I mean, to be honest with you, 
uh, that's why I love professional wrestling so much because I'm like, oh, you guys are in shape and hot and jacked, but you're also dorks. <laughs> yeah. Like you're also just you're these just sweet nerds. theater nerds yeah. who are, we're all pretending to fight each <laughs> right. other. It is such a nice juxtaposition. Yeah. And I'm like, is this the compromise? And <laughs> it is. But with comedy, I'm like, I don't know how to be funny without being miserable. I don't know how to be funny. I mean, even on Twitter, right? Like yeah. if I just tweet like about like rant. a movie I liked and I don't want to be that person again because that's how I made a living in the beginning. I was the angry attack dog political right. person. And, you know, and even now I'm like not tweeting about politics for my mental health, but like the things that are getting <laughs> the most attention are like when I'll make some joke about like some pathetic thing I did with a girl or right. like uh, something like that. And it's it's always like the sort of negativity, the self-defeatist stuff. Right. And what's made me like this sort of new person who I actually like has been being really positive and healthy and stuff like that. So I don't know how to balance those two worlds. I see those worlds balancing already because I think by being vulnerable and explicit with your, you know, shortcomings, we'll call them respectfully in relationships, you're being honest about how you feel about what you did. And by doing that, you're recognizing the pattern of behavior that you're displaying. Yeah. And and that coincides with you feeling positive because you're changing, you're evolving. Well, is it hard though? Like, do you ever find that? Um, yeah, like trying to be, I mean. Because if I'm going to dive back into stand up, then I'm like, this time I want to be more prepared. I think before when I first jumped in, I just got really swept away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's essentially like, fuck, how do I be a good comic? Well, you're, <laughs> you are a good comic. So get that out of your brain. Yeah, sure. And you're not the guy who was ranting and angry as you were before. Yeah. So in order to get, I think to break through for me personally, like you've got to release what it was and be what it is now. Yeah. And what it is now will become something different in in a year or two. So I think for me, the only way to really connect with the audience, because that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's not about killing. It's not about all the numbers. It's not about how many people follow you on Instagram, the likes, all that shit doesn't matter. Yeah. It's about connecting. And, and, and the only way for me to connect through this all this trauma is to talk about it and how I feel. Yeah. And what, it's, what, it's, what it's done to me. Yeah, no, and you're totally right. And it's also like... It's I, being real to your reaction to the experiences that you've been dealt. Like, yeah. here's an example. You know, when my dad passed, we were talking about what he would have wanted, like cremation or to be put, put in a, in a casket. Yeah. And my sister's like, well, you know, the, the casket like runs around four grand, five grand. I was like, four fucking grand. Yeah. Dad would be like, babe, let's go take that to the casino. Fuck that. Yeah. 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 You can burn me in the backyard with some <laughs> sticks and have a s'mores party over my over my ashes. Like, no way are you going to spend 4K yeah. on a casket. Yeah. And it's just my reaction in that moment. I'm like, that's something people can connect with. Right, right. Yeah. Trying well, to be economic through death. And this, yeah. And this is the most fun I've ever had. Like, I've been talking about my divorce. and I, Like, it's funny. I used to be so, like, when I was, like, self-righteous, like, thought I was Bill Hicks, like, hack police, you know? Yeah. And now. A lot of comics do that. Because I, I used to. Everything I talked about was just like edgy, political, blah, blah, blah. And now I'm just like, do you know how much fun I'm having talking about dating? Oh, that's great. And also, have you ever talked about your divorce on stage before? I have an opener about it 
Um, I've also worked like very hard, even though like we went through like some shit like publicly, like not to say anything like negative, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, but like, cause I don't, I'm not a hundred percent familiar with your standup, what it was before. So would you say it was just literally angry, was it political, ranty, ranty, political, like, and I think here's just my, just yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my oh, view on maybe what you should get into what you're experiencing dating right now in your vulnerability and yeah. like you doubting yourself and the th- and you wanting to text right when you wake up. Yeah. Right. What right. Are right. Things, what are the three things Kilstein does to avoid texting? That's the funny shit. Yeah. Like, are you, you know, are you snuggling your cat? Some, yeah. I think I actually, are tweet- you like doing push ups? That's Dude, you're funny. So shit. Right. I like tweeted something about that the other day and it, yeah, it did and, really and, well. And, and dude, I- you have to think about your whole, trajectory to this point because what happened in the past is a part of your story now yeah you don't have to exist in that moment but being that ranty angry dude and in the dichotomy of where you are now is such a funny thing to talk about like i you know you should even bring up one of your old jokes right and then go into you know and now you so can't smart. even you can't even eat lunch without knowing if someone loves you right right it's right so great Do you ever um i feel like with bad habits or with old patterns. So whether it's like the codependency we were talking about in relationships or what you used to do in comedy. It's so interesting because even when you're doing something that you've grown out of, it's still when you do it, it has that feeling of putting a puzzle piece like exactly where it belongs. Yeah. Even though it, it doesn't belong there anymore. So like there are times when uh, – what's a good analogy Is your for cat you? dead? Uh, to live? <laughs> oh, no. He's just being uh, – we're not paying attention I said to check it on him. He's so cute. Hi, Talib Kitty. Hi, Talib Kitty. Oh, he just bit you. Yeah, no. It's, wow. He never, he never bites down. It was he's like a little like, love bite. Yeah, cat. I can't trust a cat. He's like, oh, he trusts me. Good. Tonight will be the night I suck the last breath sure. out. And all the other cats scale the wall. <laughs> uh, but like, uh, do you remember when you first started comedy um, and you would write a joke and it had like the intonation of one of your heroes, right? So in New York, when I was coming up, everyone wanted to sound like a tell. Right. So if you wrote a joke that had a like, you're just like, I guess this is right. It had that puzzle piece feeling, even though it's not right because it's not you. It's Mm -hmm. someone else's. I'm kind of feeling the same way now where like the stuff I am like literally like I never, I've never laughed on stage, but like that makes me laugh and it's been (laughs) killing the hardest. It's just how these fucking awkward like dating things I've had. It's amazing. But then I'll like come up with a tweet that's just fucking mean and vile and like against some politician and I have that – the the temptation we'll call it the temptation of the false puzzle right right where it's just like oh I remember that right and you're even, falling back into yeah it's like or, muscle memory yes it's, it's literally creative that. muscle memory and, it's, and even with like this girl when I was like like texting this morning I think it was sweet I stand by that it worked out very well yeah but then like there's this old like. You oh, got to zap that. Oh, you got to Caesar if, Milan. If we don't hang out tonight. Dog collar. Yes. Yeah. Zap Because I'm like, shit. all right, so if we don't hang out tonight. What does that I mean? I almost pictured like, am I, yeah, like am I going to be in Toronto? Am so I going to miss like, an opportunity uh, to us get closer and we're and not going to get gonna close? Meet someone she's going to meet someone else tonight. Yeah. I got to hang out with her. And I'm then, buying a ticket. Yeah. And then that feels <laughs> – now, the good news is now, as opposed to before, I'm introspective enough to be like, oh, that's bullshit. But I wish that voice was just not even fucking there. Yeah. I like. I wish it was It should be there. Dead. It provides some perspective. The key, I think, is to having that self-awareness of not – Hearing the voice like you're saying it, yeah. hearing the voice like you're like, who the fuck is this dude? Right. 
get out of here. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, great. It's it's like that friend that always shows up. You're like, dude, you don't do anything for you're me anymore. Drunk. No one wants you. You're drunk. Right. You're rude. You're just pissed in a plan. Yep, yep, yep. It's that yep, old yep. friend that you can love from afar. We'll they call, just can't be invited we can over call them anymore. A, a mental townie. Yes. Yeah. It's just it's just like your old college roommate. You're like, we don't vibe anymore. Right. We're not on the same page. We're yeah. not even in the same book, bro. Yeah. You gotta go. Um with uh speaking of that and old patterns where um I went uh I went to the comedy store for the first time just to watch in a long time. That's great. I love doing that once in a while. Yeah, and it's funny when you stay when you purposely stay away from something yeah. where like the second like I saw like Marin up there, I was like Oh, I stayed away from this because I knew if I saw this, I would want to do it because again. of his. He has that tone. Yeah, it makes you connects you back to that. Yeah, thing. and uh, but it was it was so good. It, it just rem- like well, of course, because when you see, I mean, essentially, comedy is art. Yeah, yeah, and art is expression. Yeah, and art is also borrowing. Because you're inspired to yeah. create something. Oh, no, no, sorry. I don't even mean borrowing from him. No, I, I'm, I, I, but I, I'm, I'm saying I get – when you watch it, you want to do it. Yeah, 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 But yeah. every comedian does that. Yeah. You're just like, that's funny. I want to do that. Well, and I think this goes back to this whole like new being positive where, you know, I don't want to be sucked back into the like, I don't want to watch a comic because fuck him. Right. And like sitting like in the audience – uh, and seeing it was it, it was great. It was like Steve, then Marin, then uh, Santino. It was just like solid. I love Cheeto. I was with him last night, dude. He's so funny. So he makes me laugh so hard. I was uh, we were DMing yesterday because I wrote him after a set. I only saw like I've only seen like I watched I'm dying up here, which he was great in. He's and, he was so what a good dude, what actor. A great, Did you see that coming? I was blown away. I had never seen him act before. No, I mean he was. I've in, only seen him do his naked videos on his Instagram yeah, page. He was incredible. He's so good. Yeah. But so I saw his Conan's. I think I feel, I feel like I, I like looked him up after that, and then we became like Twitter buddies. And I saw like his Conan set or something, which was funny. Yeah. But like fuck, I mean, you know, I used to open for Marin, and like he was like my first like hero guy. But like. Out of everyone I saw that night, like Santino, I don't know if they just there's he, a connection. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he's, he's so comfortable in his skin. He's so com- that ginger that, pasty skin. That, that is gross, <laughs> disgusting skin. <laughs> that pasty. Uh, but that what I loved about him is, and what made me want to start doing comedy again, almost is I loved that he, as opposed to Twitter, as opposed to the political world, he didn't give a fuck about what kind of box you want to put yes in. Where I, I love that about him and exactly what from you're saying. like making fun of like the worst of feminism to like blatantly Farts. defend it yeah but then like <laughs> but then a really progressive bit yeah. about the kneeling football players yeah. and it's like i come from that political world of like well you, you have to choose and it's like nope no you don't it's like, not polarizing didn't give a yeah. shit you talk, and that goes to to me saying talk about what you feel and what you think matters and what you think is funny well and that's and the thing because i still have that voice where i'm like but i have to have a political thing no you no. don't have nothing you know why because i fucking hate it and i don't follow it anymore right. i'm not gonna pretend that's not you to, right now no i did a joke when i first started stand-up um i did a show with stan hope and i love him oh he's the best god uh, he's so good he's so good and he's like a literal poet he really uh, is like the writing his it, word selection it's ridiculous and um I did an old political joke, which was like a closer. I mean, it was like a bring the house down closer. Yeah. And it did fine. 
because even a, 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 a drunk audience in Phoenix, they just know if you they don't know when you're give not a connected. shit. Yeah, dude, people, it's energy. But how fascinating is that? It's it's fascinating. You know what? Honestly, when you walk, by the way, out, you've said energy so much. I'm like, you're gonna like her. Uh, <laughs> I could probably tell you what she is. I'm all about energy. Um, It's it's my thing. Like, energy is everything. I'm very sensitive to it. And, you know, I think an audience, when you step out on stage, I think they know within 30 seconds what they feel about you. By yeah. by how you walk out and grab that microphone. I mean, I've judged people like that too. Oh yeah, where I've been like, oh, this is you're like, oof. And you know, like the thing with, I get it. Like sitting and watching comics, where you're just like, ooh, you're self-loathing, and you're you're like hating on them in your mind. We all have that voice, but I think like what I'm starting to do is finding something about it that I'm like, oh, that's that. I like how they did that, yeah. and that's really interesting. Like f- forcing myself to find you know who something I, about you know it. who I had with that. Um, who is the girl from SNL? Uh, Latina Melissa. Uh, oh, um, Via Senor. Yes. So talented. So I never Jesus. saw her before. And you can tell she has more of like a character background than mm-hmm. a stand-up background. But fuck, man. And like, again, like 19-year-old me would be using the comic. He's a fucking actor. Uh, and she's so cute and vulnerable. That's what I loved about it. Yeah. Her. The vulnerability mixed with that. Oh. Like when she like tried something and like it didn't work and she like so thought it was going to work. It was like such a <laughs> wonderful – but she had some jokes that were so – God yeah. damn funny. But like I love her vulnerability. Yeah, but like you're right. Like finding that thing. And and and, and I've actually yeah, I've just been enjoying comedy again. Yeah, that's great. But it but but I'm still I feel like uh that teetering voice? to the point where if like a bunch of the cool kid comics mm-hmm. were like, Hey, let's go over here and shit on this guy, I'd be like, Yeah, fuck that. Because like me, you know what I mean? No, or like don't, don't, Are no. you doing cocaine? All right. Well then like, yes. Yeah. That's the only reason <laughs> to hang out with them. <laughs> we're with the mean the mean guys, if there's one thing you learn from this podcast, the mean people always have coke always <laughs> they find do. the meanest person in there you're right they will give you cocaine you're right is that true yeah i've done cocaine once uh, i've never done it but it's don't yeah you can you imagine me i would shoot through your sliding you glass die. door you right now die. i would take the cat and i would find sh- pantless just, ball like, fly to krypton like right away just like <laughs> shoo. uh is I, that a meteor no it's paluso on coke yeah i uh i did it once and i was like Recently, when I said, like, I got back into comedy and I was with, like, my rock star buddy, and uh, he was like, uh, and I was like, oh, this is either where I stop doing this or become addicted to cocaine forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's, and, dude, and, most and, people and, don't have that. No. And he asked, he's like, do you want more? And I was like, nope. That's, I was like, did it once. How long ago was that? Uh, six months ago. That's, a, dude, you're already on the pivot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. And that's, I think we pod, we didn't pod six months ago. How long ago? A couple months? A few months? Definitely, dude. It was a while. Probably about six months it ago. It was a while. Yeah, and you yeah. were, you were, your your needle was starting to be like boop boop, just changing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what it was too. It's just like finding something you love. It is. We're like, and that makes you feel good about yeah, yourself. And that's and 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 I started it with fucking pro wrestling because I was like, this is what I wanted to do as that's a, as awesome. a kid. And I was like, worst comes to worst, it's gonna. Break my bones and I'm going to turn into Mickey Rourke. Yes. Uh, and my <laughs> daughter that, will never forgive me. Uh, <laughs> no, worst comes to worst, it's doing a bunch of scary things that I never thought I could do. Yeah. It's um, That's a good one. Knowing I can do these things. It's, doing scary shit. Yeah, from like the silly or acting to um, obviously like the pain. Things that make uh, you – you're not on steady ground. So I am so afraid of heights I can't even go on a step stool. Oh, fuck. Yesterday – I just posted this on my Instagram today. Yesterday – I went to this uh, – I 
got like jumped up to the advanced class by like this crazy fluke uh, with this WWE guy who I actually really admire. He trained Ronda Rousey yeah. uh, to get into WWE. And um, we were doing a thing where we were in the ring. Well, they were all supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. And you launch yourself off the top rope out of the ring and like cross body on someone. And I've never – I'm very new. And this is something that like, you know. I'm, so they're just like die. Yeah. They're like – that's why I just voluntarily go, now we go leap to now we death. die <laughs> yeah now we all die together and uh, and it was this fucking moment where I would have said no I would have loved like old me would, yeah. whatever but like childhood me loved wrestling so much yeah. that I was like am I gonna do this fu- don't climb on a step stool and it was this beautiful moment too where the scariest looking guy in there I'll show you the picture I posted like. No shirt, dreads, like so fucking big. <laughs> he, me and him became kind of homies yeah. like right away. And immediately he volunteered. He saw how scared I was and he volunteered and like stepped Aww. right in front of the ring. And he's like, I got you, dude. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to leap yeah, into this a, guy's you arms. Dude, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, and literally just that like, that can, again, that connection, right? Like that energy of like, he knew he's what I was me. feeling. Yep, and, and he's he got me. he knew that like, he's the only person. Yep. It, it wasn't that he was big. Like I needed a big guy, obviously, because I was so scared to like fly <laughs> off. And I needed somebody <laughs> to catch me if I fucked up. Uh, and I nailed it, by the way. Is he your best friend now? But I mean, it was this moment where I was just like, and then afterwards, he's like, yeah, man, I got your back. That's and I was just awesome. Like, How did it feel flying? Incredible. Right? Fucking incredible. Did you laugh? Oh, I like <laughs> hit the mat, like I hit the ground like three times. It was just like everyone was clapping because like it's like the most supportive thing in the world. And so all of those things in a weird way, doing that and doing all these scary things is making me realize that the reason I wasn't going back to comedy is because I was scared. Fear. I was scared of like yeah backlash. I was scared of whatever. And uh, and just to and then when I went to the store the other night, just saw all those comics and like I was like right yeah. I like this. There's an amazing thing on the other side of fear once you get through it. Mm-hmm. And you realize it's just, it's all opportunity. Yeah. It really is. It opens up so many doors for you internally. And then you're like, fuck everyone. Yeah. Do you have something now that you're like timid about or that you're like like low key thinking about that you want to do? Or are you kind of like on your right course right now and you just want to um, like grow it? I'm definitely, I'm definitely feel like I'm on the right course. I think for me, because I just did a USO tour, that was challenging right. in my mind. Yeah. Because I wanted to like perform to a caliber for our military. You right. know, these, these like 18 year olds, right. they have this great responsibility that are fighting a real fight for us to be able to sit here and podcast. Yeah. When I was 18 years old, I was like stoned in a tree <laughs> right? in like New Jersey. <laughs> like, I was just like. And these 18-year-olds are getting stoned in a tree in Iraq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, like, my biggest thing was I'm like, oh, boy, how am I going to steal enough money to see fish? Like that was yeah. literally my These biggest problem. These kids are dodging bombs yeah, yeah, yeah. so that you and I can go jogging in the Runyon Cannon. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's totally what I did today is I jogged through all the mansions yeah. by here being like, I'm going to get here one day. Yeah, I say that same thing to myself. Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, so I, that's the one thing I'm like in my mind – scared about excited but it's definitely a challenge because i'm gonna they want me to do another one sick and it's family friendly i'm not a family friendly comic no. on paper at all and my performance i'm supposed to do a 15 minute set at the ice house and they're like pg and i'm like cool i'm not gonna do that yeah what but does that even like, mean like yeah, yeah. pg 
I'm not Disney. No. I'm Dickney. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I like to be free, but you know, there's something beautiful in restraint. There's something beautiful in also not just pivoting your past trauma, but pivoting your performance. Kind of like what you're doing mm-hmm. now, embarking on being a stand-up sure. and going into stand-up again, is, f- is using all those skills you've accumulated to this point for myself, finding a way to manipulate what I've learned thus far in focusing on a different part of my brain to bring a cleaner version of what I've done. It's so hard. I'm really glad you brought that up because I, uh, I had this realization the other day. So I actually did two weeks of stand up in Sydney, like about a month ago. Wow. And it was started off kind of rocky. Right. Um, rocky. And yeah. And, uh, <laughs> um, and I, uh, would you say crocky? I would say crocky. I guess I would. <laughs> okay, I would I'll stop. It. I'll stop. Um, no, no, no. Keep going. Let's do this <laughs> no, for the rest of that. We, <laughs> have, we have literally five minutes left. Let's leave everyone knowing you as this person that you've <laughs> move over. Melissa via senor. <laughs> There's a new character on town. <laughs> That was just like a slowly dying machine. <laughs> um, so, so I was uh, the sets I had that were rough were in these like kind of bigger showcase sets, and even though I'm not political anymore, it was just, my shit's fi- filthy, filthy. Right. And and I had this moment at the store where I realized, and so when I had a bad show, I was just like, "Fuck this." Yeah. And I just like left and didn't want to be part of it. And then was like, I'm going to be a writer. So it doesn't matter. Or yep. I'm going to do this. Like, I'm not going to be a comic. So I'm just here for money. Right. And then I realized when I wanted to go back to stand up. So after I went to the store the other night, I was like, I want to go back. But I was like, I mean, my good sets were some of the best sets of my life. Right. And then the bad ones were just like, you know, I have a higher standard for myself yeah. now. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, you know how like a six feels. Like, yeah. You're like still sweating. And, yeah. And um, it lingers. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go back to stand up. But then I was like, but all of my shows weren't great. And then I, I was like, maybe I'm not right. Maybe I am too dirty. And then I just had this moment. I'm like, or idiot. Maybe you just have to work a little harder yes. and get excited yes. about the process and get excited about like listening to the tape and editing the jokes. Challenging the jokes. yourself. Yeah, and that's kind of where you're at right now where you could have gone like, I can't work clean. Or you could be like, this is going to be hard. Yeah. And I'm How can I do it? Because that's how good of a comic you are that it's like you're just going to fucking sit there with pen and paper yep. and you're going to switch words around until it works. Yep. Um, it's and, diffi- and, and it's to be, work, man. And to be excited about the yes. work. I, I literally emailed myself to be excited about writing, to be excited about editing as opposed to a joke doesn't work and I just go, Bleh. now, you know, since I'm restarting, I don't have the stage time that some people have. Right. So I'm like, sure, if I was going up at the store every night, I could some... go up with my fucking notebook Yeah, and, and whatever. give yourself some leniency. Give yourself some room. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be hard on yourself right now. You just got to go out and do it. That's the thing. Go out and do it. Put the work in yep. when, you know, from the page to the stage. Right, perform, right, perform, right, yes. perform. Um, so you look, you have to go. What, uh, what, what do you want to I'm leaving you right now. How does it make you feel? It's uh, pretty <laughs> empty inside. I guess you'll be like. <laughs> God, I'm terrible. I have, to, uh, I have to text my wife. Um, I, uh, you can check out my Sharp Tongue podcast that you've been a guest on. I have. I loved it. It's fun. Yeah. It I, like, really I like doing it. You and I have a very good podcast rapport. I, I was going to say. We should just podcast. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say that. But I'm like. <laughs> you didn't want to be I stopped myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally. This was such a You're good like, time. This I was is like, too soon. I was like, why don't we have a show together? <laughs> Let's just have a show together in Canada. How about that? <laughs> Not uh, here in Canada. Ca- in Canada, me and you yes, have a podcast. We'll have and our I'm married. Codependent yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Our husband and wife will be there. Code podcast. Code podcast. <gasps> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
We should do that. We should have Coda podcast. Um, Even if it's once a month. We um, really, that, I, that could right, be. Let's actually talk Okay, about we'll this. talk about that. All right, great. Um, also, Weeds Day every Wednesday on Instagram and Facebook Live. That's, Your Instagram is so big. It's, it's fu- I enjoy it. I used to hate social media, but now I find ways to enjoy it. And like, I like Weeds Day because I just sit in my living room or wherever I am. You're so happy. And I raise money for it's Alzheimer's. The fucking best. Either Hilarity for Charity or Endalts, which is Alzheimer's Association. Yeah. Raise money while I'm puffing and just answering questions and chilling with it's my the friends best. and fans. It's my amazing. mom tunes yeah. in. Aww, she answers amazing. questions. God damn, my family to hell um i know my i'll have my mom tune in she'll she'll listen to your podcast yeah okay, cool. and she'll um, get boxed wine drunk and yell at your yes, mom yes <laughs> that'd be great um and then just jesse may on all platforms all right jesse cool. may Peluso. yeah your instagram is so i i still lead people to twitter because they need validation and i'm verified on twitter at and have queefy followers may. yeah okay that's you queefy may is me. um so ridiculous it really is uh all right i love you with all my heart i love you bye i'm leaving the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.